Alright everybody, welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you listening. Um, this week, uh, we're just going to talk about heat safety. I mean guys, it's hotter than hell out there. Uh, I realize that we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, you know, when we were getting ready for the hot season, but we're in the middle of a heat wave. It's with the heat index damn near 100 degrees almost every day. So we're talking a little bit about staying hydrated and some tips on how to protect yourself in the sun. Um, and and a, few, a few ways to compare heat stroke versus heat exhaustion because we don't want anybody being confused out there if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling uh, a little sluggish and you know you're ju- it's just not right. We want to make sure that you can identify what's going on and take the appropriate steps to get yourself taken care of. Um, so let's start there. Heat exhaustion versus heat stroke. So heat exhaustion, faint or dizzy, excessive sweating, cool, pale, clammy skin, nausea or vomiting, rapid or weak pulse, and muscle cramps. Uh, If you're experiencing those symptoms, you're most likely experiencing heat exhaustion. So what you need to do is get to a cool place with air conditioning, drink water if you're fully conscious, and take a shower or use cold compresses. So... If you're you're feeling those symptoms, faint and dizzy, excessive sweating, cool, pale, clammy skin, nausea or vomiting, rapid and weak pulse, and muscle cramps, you need to get yourself cooled down. You're experiencing heat exhaustion. You've been been exposed to the sun and the heat too much, and you need to get fluids in you. You need to get your body cooled down, get that pulse back to normal, and and your heart able to pump your blood appropriately. So those are the signs of heat exhaustion. So now let's look at heat stroke a little bit. All right, heat stroke. You're looking for throbbing headache. No sweating, body temperature of 103 and above, red, hot, dry skin, nausea and vomiting, rapid and strong pulse, and you will most likely lose consciousness. Um, If you see someone experiencing those symptoms and they lose consciousness, call 911 immediately. Take immediate action to cool the person until help arrives. So, uh, again, heat stroke, throbbing headache, no sweating. Body temperature above 103, red hot dry skin, nausea and vomiting, rapid and strong pulse, loss of consciousness. Call 911 immediately and do what you can to cool that person. Uh, it, you know, so you can you need to be thinking to yourself, watching your body, paying attention to those signs, making sure you're staying hydrated, and, but you also need to be watching your coworkers out there, guys. It, you know, it's. Someone's not going to be able to call 911 if they lose consciousness because they're suffering from a heat stroke. It's up to you to pay attention to your coworkers and making sure everybody out there is safe. Um, you know, let's let's pay attention to what we're doing. Let's make sure we're getting those fluids in us. Uh, eat, guys. Have your crews assign a hydration monitor. You know, uh, it, it sounds like a silly concept to have somebody watch everybody's hydration, but you know, they're not necessarily. They need to. They do need to be watching people's physical symptoms, how much they're sweating, that kind of stuff. But you know, make sure we're taking appropriate breaks. You know, when it's damn near 100 degrees outside, you you need to be taking a break and drinking a bottle of water every 45 minutes. So your hydration monitor can set a set a timer on their watch or on the phones that nobody can you know leave alone during the workday. Uh, for every 45 minutes, to let everybody know, take a water break, sit in the shade, take a water break. You know, those are some simple things that you, that you can do to make sure you're staying hydrated is use a hydration monitor to track when breaks are and how much water everyone's drinking. Uh, have water available to the guys on the site. You know, 
every truck should be equipped with a water cooler and ice and you know if you guys are out there riding jobs seeing crews every day you guys carry an extra cooler of water and gatorade and ice you know uh we've all got those guys that love to drink their damn mountain dews and cokes and stuff all day long not what they need to be having in this these kinds of heat conditions encourage your guys to drink water and or sports drinks gatorades power aids you know whatever the new ones are out there these days even though water's the number one solution, they should really be drinking water because those sports drinks are high in sodium and salt. And the body does need salt to retain water, but you get most people get their uh, their required salt from their food. So let's, let's, let's watch the sports drinks. But if the sports drinks is the only way you're going to get somebody to drink fluid that's going to keep them hydrated, you know, make sure they're getting them. Also, guys, there's things that we can do uh, otherwise, you know, when it comes to cooling towels, uh, hard hats with vents in them, uh, you know, tight woven clothing, you know, it, it it's something that a lot of people don't pay attention to, but loose fitting clothing that's not real tight woven cotton, the sun can penetrate that clothing so much easier. Tight woven clothing will help you keep block the sun's rays off your body, help keep you cool. Hard hats, uh, the way the suspension and those hard hats are designed it's designed to keep that hard hat off your head and keep the air flowing so it keep, helps keep your head cool as well as shade you. So those are just things to think about. Um, you know, there we have suppliers all around Nashville, and, and it's part of our chapter. And all around our, our area, Middle Tennessee, uh, you know, that, per, that you can go and get bottled water, water coolers, cooling towels. Uh, you know, right now everybody needs to be, is supposed to be wearing face masks and all that stuff due to COVID-19. Well, you can get the face masks that, that are face masks. I can't remember the, the name for them. The, the cloths you wear around your neck that you can soak in ice water, but then they can also pull them up over their mouth and nose and double as a mask and a way to keep themselves cool. I had one of my guys tell me that if they drench that thing in ice water and pull it up all over head, it's like being in a swimming pool. So, you know, these things are available. So let's get these things and let's make them available to our people so that we can make sure everybody's staying safe. The next topic I want to go over real quickly is protecting yourself from the sun. Um, I mean, we've all been out there and experienced the sun. It's hot. It's powerful. It can really mess with you. Uh, so, got a few tips here on protecting yourself from the sun from the scientists at the Copper Tone Solar Research Center. Uh, they suggest that you apply sunscreen daily. Uh, use a sunscreen with a sun protection factor or SPF of at least 15. Apply at least 15 to 30 minutes before going into the sun. Apply the sunscreen to the parts of your body that may be exposed to the sun, such as your face, hands, forearms, neck, ears, and use a lip balm that has SPF in it to protect your lips. Reapply your sunscreen often. Uh, reapply when outdoors for long periods of time, after toweling off perspiration, and after vigorous activity. Some sunscreens do not offer all-day protection and may have to be reapplied every couple of hours. Wear sunscreen every day, year-round, if working or playing outdoors for more than 20 minutes. This is true even on cloudy and overcast days since 80% of the sun's rays can penetrate light clouds, mist, and fog. Uh, know the SPF appropriate for your skin and intended time in the sun. All SPFs uh, range a little differently, so... 
pay attention to the sunscreen that you're putting on and know how long your sunscreen is intended to last so you can know when to reapply. Uh, SPFs range anywhere from 2 to 50. Uh, one of their suggestions is to wear a hat because it keeps your head covered, keeps your face shaded. For us guys, those are hard hats. Like I said a minute ago, those hard hat suspensions are designed to let air flow over the top of your head to help keep your head cool. And the brim on your hard hat is going to do the same thing to shade your face and neck and just like a ball cap would. So keep those things on. Don't forget about your sunglasses or in our case, safety glasses. You know, most safety glasses come with uh, lenses that block the UAV and UAB rays uh, whenever you're outdoors. So keep those keep those safety glasses on to protect your eyes. Keep those hard hats on to help keep your head cool. I know it sounds a little backwards that you want to keep the hat on to help keep your head cool, but like I said, they're they're designed to keep the air flowing over your head. Um, find the shade whenever you can. Uh, if your shadow is shorter than you are, the sun is high in the sky, and you are more likely for a sunburn. Um, you know, obviously, those are part of our work hours. But on your breaks that we talked about earlier, every 45 minutes in this heat, when you're taking a break to consume your water, make sure you're staying hydrated, do so in the shade. You know, allow your body a few minutes in the shade to cool down. If you're taking a 10-minute a break every 45 minutes in the shade, it, you know, you're giving your body 10 minutes to cool down. Um, be particularly careful in higher altitudes or tropical climates. You know, some of our members work all over the place in, in higher altitudes or in in sunny areas or tropical areas or, you know, whatever whatever you want to call it. You know, higher altitudes and tropical areas, the sun's rays are more intense. So make sure you're wearing a high SPF when you're in those areas and make sure you're reapplying it often. Uh, be aware that the sun can reflect off the sand, concrete, water, or snow, or other reflective surfaces. Just because you are under an umbrella or a tarp does not mean that you're safe from the sun's rays. So if you're out there making your pipe connections, but you can you've got a tarp up, but you're on the you're on the asphalt or the concrete, that sun can reflect right back up off of you. So try and angle that thing where you're taking advantage of the shadows and using the shadows to to block the sun's rays from reflecting right back up at you. Uh, if you're taking medication, check with your physician and pharmacist on the amount of sun exposure you can have. Some some medications make you more sensitive to the sun's rays. Moisturize your skin after sun exposure. Use of after-sun products that contain moisturizers such as vitamin E and aloe to replenish lost moisture. And the sun's hard on your skin, guys. So make sure you're getting some lotion, getting some aloe, and 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 keep your sun um, not keep your not your sun, but keep your skin in good condition. The sun is leading is one of the leading causes of skin cancer. Too much exposure to the sun is, is causes skin cancer, which is the most commonly occurring form of cancer in the United States. So all these tips we just went over are vitally important to you protecting yourself uh, on the job site when it from staying hydrated and protecting yourself from heat exhaustion or heat stroke, but also protecting your skin. I mean, I hate to say it, but I had to myself get sunburnt this weekend. Now my shoulders feel like somebody's dragging sun, sun uh, sandpaper over them every time I freaking move. It sucks. So these are just simple tips that we should all be using, not only at work, but in our personal lives, on the weekends, in the evenings, you know, on your vacations, on whenever, you know, Stay hydrated, use that sunscreen, 
protect yourself from heat exhaustion or heat stroke and protect your protect your skin so uh, just just a few things guys i wanted to go over because it's so freaking hot right now so pay uh, again guys pay attention to those symptoms of heat exhaustion faint dizzy excessive sweating cool pale clammy skin nausea or vomiting rapid or weak pulse muscle cramps the experience of those get to a cool place drink water and take a shower use cold compresses to return your body to a normal temperature for heat stroke throbbing headache no sweating body temperature above 103 red hot dry skin nausea or vomiting rapid and strong pulse met loss of consciousness if you see someone with those symptoms call 911 immediately and then do what you can to cool their body as before help arrives put your sunscreen on wear your hard hats wear your safety glasses reapply your sunscreen take breaks in the shade drink your water uh, i mean it, it, i know it sounds like i'm throwing a lot at you when it comes on this one because i am to be honest i am throwing a lot at you but it's important it's hotter than hell out there right now guys and we've got to protect ourselves so just use those 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 few simple tips and everybody will protect themselves from the sun and from the and from what the sun can do to you so with that guys uh i just want to mention a few things uh here in Milton, see guys call care supply they've got the coolant towels they've got the water they've got the sunscreen they've got the hard hats they've got the safety glasses they've got all kind of, they've got the masks that you can soak in water and, and wear them around your neck and over your over your mouth they've got so give the guys over at care supply mike garrett and the, and the fellas over there a call and and they'll, they'll set you up with what you need so get in touch with those guys over there at care supply and they'll hook you up get you what you need to keep your people safe keep your people cool and keep everybody protected from the sun um upcoming events here for the chapter uh we're obviously due to COVID 19 a little slow you know we're used to getting together at least once a month and having a beer and chatting or having lunch and having an informative session or you know something of that nature and we're, we're unable to do that right now due to COVID 19 so um this in the spring typically we're preparing for the dc summit where we get to go to capitol hill and sit down with the legislators and the senators and the House of Representatives and the people from our districts that we represent and talk to them about how important infrastructure spending is and how important safety to our people is and, and, and the issues that we encounter every day as an, as an organization and as a group of excavators and ditch diggers. And weren't able to do that this year due to COVID-19, so they rescheduled it for the fall. Well, due to the spike and the uncertainty of what's going on we're having to cancel that so what we're working with doing is we're working with national and it's looking like we're going to do a virtual summit uh we're trying to do our to reach out to our legislators and, and our representatives and our people and get virtual sessions where people who are in their districts can jump on a, a zoom or a webex or you know whatever the platform is and talk to these folks so if you got any questions as we're still working out details and how things are going to work, reach out to Heather. Uh, she'll get you signed up and keep you informed on what's going on. Um, also want to mention, guys, if you're a new member, new to the chapter, um, you probably got an email from me. But if you didn't or, or you didn't see it or whatever, 
guys, come on the show. Uh, I'll, I'll always like to offer to new members to come on the show and, and let us know who you are, how you got in the industry. You know, let's just have a conversation about your experience in our industry and, and, you know, maybe we can find out ways Nuka can uh, be of more help to you and you can help Nuka. So if you're a new member and you want to come on the show and, and let the other members know kind of who you are, what you're about, reach out to me and we'll get you on the show. Uh, same thing for associate members, guys. You know, you guys do a lot to support our industry and a lot to support this group. So if you guys want to come on the show and kind of let the members know what you can do for them, how you can help them, give me a call. We'll set something up. Also, guys, a reminder, uh, and you see it every week in Heather's emails. Uh, she has, or not she has, but we have two open board seats for contractors right now. So if you're interested in, you know, jumping in with both feet and really participating in this group and helping us grow the voice that represents our industry, let me know, you know, and we'll, we'll see what we can do because we have two open board seats for contractors. Um, our associate member slate is full, but we still have two open seats for contractors, and we would love to get more contractors engaged and bringing ideas to the table on how we're going to steer this chapter and where we're going to guide it next and, and what our next moves are. So, guys, please get involved. The more you put into this chapter, the more you get out of it. The more you bring to the table for us, the more we can make those things happen to help you, to help your industry. So, if you're interested in sitting on the board, reach out to me, reach out to Heather. And let us know. Um, guys, are there any topics or speakers or anything that, that as you're listening to an episode and you're like, oh man, that would make a good one. Reach out. Let me know. And we'll see what we can do about getting them on here. Um, we, w- we would love to have that engagement from you guys. Uh, you know, we, we do this so that you guys can get information about the chapter and about our industry and about that, that is relevant to you. So if you think there's a topic that's important to you that you think the rest of the membership would benefit from knowing let me know we'll get it on here uh and with that guys uh, thanks for listening uh give us a rating give us a review uh you know let us know how we're doing whatever podcast app you listen on wherever uh you should you should have an op- op- option to review uh, and give us a rating please do let us know how we're doing let us know if you like what you're hearing um and, and or if you don't you know let us know if you don't like it. You know, if if you don't like it, I'll ask you not to be mean, but make be funny. You know, don't be hateful, be funny. We'll we'll see what we can do to improve it. So, with that, guys, stay safe out there. Keep digging, Tennessee.